Amen. Well, good morning. How's everybody? This is where y'all moan at me. Ready? Go. Yeah, I know. I know how you feel. Good. Hey, look, if it's okay, I don't know the light guys may freak out. I think I'm just going to come down here with y'all today. I kind of feel far away up there. And so, yeah, I'm just going to come a little closer. Uh, Don't be afraid. If I spit, it's normal. Okay, good. If you get hit, it's because I got closer. All right, here we go. Uh, If you have a Bible, open it up to the book of Matthew. Uh, Go to the Gospel of Matthew and go ahead and just... uh, Uh, Get over to chapter 3. Just kind of put your finger there, and we'll come back there uh, in a second. Uh, This morning, uh, we are going to talk just straight up um, about baptism. And I want to talk to you. I mentioned that a little bit last night uh, in my talk with uh, the story about Skylar, and I showed you guys the pictures of of her uh, obedience to being baptized. I will tell you, when I was 14 years old, after I became a Christian, my dad... Uh, made me walk the aisle of the church. I wasn't real excited about doing that, but he made me do it. And so I did it, and I'm glad I did. And uh, and then I went and met with my pastor, and my pastor with my parents, and make sure that I had accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior in my life. And, and that was kind of an intimidating conversation. Um, and uh, but, but we had that conversation, and so my pastor felt certain that my life had been changed. I knew my life had been changed. And he told me, he said, well, now we're going to schedule your baptism. And I remember, I just want to say this to y'all, because I didn't grow up in the church, um, because I didn't know that was uh, what we did, because I didn't have any Bible training at the time or anything, I remember being a little nervous about that, right? If I'm being honest. And I remember having a lot of questions about why do we uh, get baptized? Why is that important? Does that make me a Christian? I had all these questions. And, uh, and so what I've done for years and years is what I've tried to do is explain to students the, the, and try to answer the questions that I had as a 14-year-old when it came to baptism. And what I've found is that it's incredibly freeing when you can understand why we baptize and why it is important. And so this morning, that's what we're going to do. I can tell you on that morning when I went to get baptized, Dr. John Sullivan was my pastor. And I remember he told me to bring a little baggie with a change of clothes. I had a little baggie with a change of clothes in it. I remember they put me in a robe and I looked angelic and it was awesome. All right, and then I remember walking out in the water and I remember him baptizing me. I'll never forget it. I remember every detail of it. And I'll tell you guys this morning that baptism is an important part, listen, of your Christian walk. Okay, I didn't say it was necessary for salvation, did I? But it is an important part of your Christian walk. Write this down real quick. What does baptism mean? This is what baptism means. Baptism, it's not going to be on the screen. Baptism is an act of obedience. Get that down first. Remember last night I said about Skylar that that picture reminds me of the joy of obedience? Baptism is an act of obedience where the believer, okay, notice I didn't say the unbeliever. It's an act of obedience where the believer publicly identifies, where the believer publicly identifies through immersion with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Let me say it again. Baptism is an act of obedience 
where the believer publicly identifies through immersion with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Baptism is a Greek term. Baptismo is the Greek term of, of, of baptize, and it means to dunk, to dip, to plunge, to submerge, to immerse. And so that's why we don't sprinkle, okay? I'm just, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's why we don't sprinkle because that's not how Jesus was baptized. We immerse, take you under the water, bring you out of the water. So it's important for you to know that because I've gotten a lot of questions um, about that um, over the years. And so with all that being said, if you'll look in chapter 3 of Matthew, what I want to do this morning is read you the account of Jesus' baptism. Somebody says, why do we baptize? The reason we baptize is because Jesus was baptized. 1 John 2, 6, a great verse of scripture to underline in your Bible. It's my life verse. It says this, 1 John 2, 6 says, whoever claims to be a Christian must walk as Jesus walked. So the command in my life when I enter into a relationship with Jesus, the bar is set high. Now I am supposed to try the best I can to live my life as Jesus lived his life. And a part of doing that is being baptized because Jesus was baptized. And so let's look at what the scripture says about Jesus being baptized. In uh, Matthew chapter 3, starting in verse 13, it says this. It says, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. Now, this had to be an uncomfortable situation for John. Can you imagine? I I try to put myself in this situation. Let's say I'm out in the Jordan River just hanging out. And Jesus walks up. That would freak me out, number one, anyway, okay? But Jesus walks up and he goes, hey, dude, I want you to baptize me. That would freak me out. Okay, so it freaked him out. Look at what happens. Verse 14. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Verse 15. This is where red letters show up in my Bible. Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is, listen to this, it is proper for us to do this. Why? To fulfill all righteousness. Look at me. What he is saying there to John, Jesus' words is, it is right for us to do this. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness, which means right living. It's proper for us to do this, to fulfill right living. It is right for us to be baptized, just like it was right for Jesus to be baptized. He said it, not me. Look at the next verse. He goes on, then John consented. I mean, is he going to argue with Jesus? I mean, all right, right, next thing. (laughs) Some of us try, all right? Verse 16, here we go. As soon as Jesus was baptized, all right, so Jesus goes into the water. He comes out of the water. He went up out of the water, which means he had to go in it to come up out of it, right? He comes up out of the water, and at that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven came and said, This is my Son, whom I love, and with him I am well pleased. Let's pray together. God, thanks for this morning and this simple message 
about what baptism is and about what baptism is not. Dear Lord, I pray for all of us in this room, from the adult that's been going to church for 30 years to the student that just accepted Christ. Dear Lord, I pray that you would speak very clearly on this issue to us this morning. That we would not walk out of here confused, but we would walk out of here with a clear understanding for what you would have for us when it comes to this topic of baptism. We love you. Bless this time, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Why be baptized? I'm going to give you three reasons. Ready? Here we go. Oh, he's got three. There's three reasons, all right? You know, when I'm in the locker room, it's my ADD moment, okay? Well, you know when you're in the locker room? Any of y'all ever been in a locker room play on the team? Yeah, Madison's like me. All right, Madison and I are friends. She's always like right here. All right, you're, you're my friend too, okay? I just want you to know. All right, so anyway, and, and you, and you. And, okay, good. All right, we're all friends. But here's the thing. Uh, when I'm in the locker room, it seems like I always give my guys like three things to remember, but it turns into like nine. Okay, but anyway, that's a side note. All right, here we go. Um, back to it. Three things. Why be baptized? Number one, it identifies you with God. The most important thing, one of the most important things when it comes to being baptized is that it identifies you with God. It is right. Jesus said it right here. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all right living, all righteousness. It is right for us to identify ourselves to God. Now, how many of y'all have ever been to a football game before? And y'all, y'all, y'all know crazy Alabama fans and crazy Auburn fans. They paint themselves up. They wear the weird striped pants that y'all wear. I don't get all that. But anyway, uh, I mean, they go all out for their team. Am I right? And I want to show you a picture. I'm, I'm from Dallas. Um, and uh, I'm going to show you a couple of pictures on the screen of a couple of fans that I had. And now, see, in Dallas, there's no other team but the Dallas Cowboys. And if you go to a Dallas Cowboy football game, and this is, you're going to see people like this. Are you with me? Um, I don't know what he's doing, but he's identified himself as a Dallas Cowboy fan. Everybody with me? Look at this next one. I think y'all like this one. This guy right here is showing off his physique. And uh, this guy is one of the Dallas Maverick, all right, yeah, Maverick dancers, all right? They have this, they have a bunch of guys that are like, I don't get it, but they, they come out and shake their bellies. And anyway, he's one of them, all right, at the Dallas Maverick games. And he identifies himself as a Dallas Mavericks fan in the same way but not maybe to the extreme extent with the outfits okay when you are baptized you are identifying yourself with Christ you are saying to the world I am a believer and so here's the thing Baptism doesn't save us. It's when we made that decision in our hearts to accept Christ that saves us. But when you're baptized, it identifies you with Christ because you're following in Jesus' footsteps of being baptized. Does that make sense? Number two, not only does it identify you with Christ, but it shows your allegiance to God. It shows your allegiance to God. In other words, it is symbolic of the inward decision that you have made. Now, I want to show you some more pictures. Um, I'm, I'm visual, so I apologize. But um, here's um, a, some pictures of, of me baptizing in the ocean. And uh, these are some of my favorite pictures over the years of, 
of getting to baptize students. And I love these pictures uh, because they just show everything. And that's her coming up out of the water. And what I love about that, go to the next one, is that you can see just when they come out of the water, you see the waves that are about to take me out as well. That's an ADD moment. All right. But you can see what's going on there. I mean, they have been washed. They've been fully immersed. And what it is, guys, listen to me. It's symbolic of the decision you made for Christ when you're baptized. Of when you ask Jesus to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins and become the Lord and Savior of your life. He took your old life and he got rid of it, right? And he gives you a new one to live. This is what baptism is. When you go into the water, it shows that that old life has been washed away. And when you come out of the water, it shows that you now have this new life ahead of you that you're going to live for God. So you're proclaiming your allegiance to God when you're baptized and it's symbolic of the inward decision that you have made for Christ. Show the next picture. Love that. And, and I think there's one more. Just show it. That's great. Man, I love those. Because it reminds me of how important this is. People ask me a question. Chris, does baptism save you? No. People ask me all the time, Chris, when should you be baptized? After you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I would say immediately. In fact, there's an account in the Bible where a guy comes to faith in Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 8 and, and, and uh, the Ethiopian eunuch. And, and he commanded the chariot to be still and both Philip and the, and the Ethiopian eunuch went down into the water and immediately he baptized him. All throughout the book of Acts, Peter's message was repent and be baptized. Repent and be baptized all throughout the book of Acts. So it is right to be baptized. It identifies you with Christ. It shows your allegiance to God. And then the other thing I just want to throw out there, and last thing, and then we'll wrap it up, is that Jesus commanded it. Not only does it identify you with Christ, not only does it show your allegiance to God, but Jesus commanded it. And tonight, we're going to talk about the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 and 29. We're going to get to those tonight. And, and, but in the Great Commission, Jesus tells his disciples to go out into the world and preach the gospel and make disciples and to baptize them. It is not something he suggests. It is a command from God that we go out and baptize and that we are baptized as believers. Now here's what I want to say to you. Someone once said to me, they said, Chris, if I don't get baptized, does that mean I'm not a Christian? No, not at all. But I do believe that if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you would want to be baptized. I believe there are people who live their whole lives, look, look at me, and they don't take this step of baptism in their whole Christian life. They feel like something's missing. It just, you know what baptism did for me? It was a staple. It solidified everything. I got up and I proclaimed to the world that I was a believer in Jesus Christ and that I was unashamed. I pledged my allegiance to God in front of my church so that they could pray for me. And I was faithful to fulfill God's command on my life to follow in his footsteps and to be baptized like he was. If it was important for Jesus to be baptized, it is important for every believer to be baptized. 
Look here. At the end of uh, verse 17, and a voice from heaven came down and said, This is my son Jesus, whom I love, and I am well pleased with him. Baptism was pleasing to God, even for his own son. And so in the same way, it should be for us. I close with this story. I told you we'd be short, didn't I? Um, we do, um, when I was a youth pastor at Prestonwood for eight years, we did a lot of football ministry. Now, I'm not a football guy. Y'all know that. Um, but my uh, staff, we would go out and we would work with different football teams in the Metroplex. And one of the football teams that we work with is at Hebron High School. It's a big 6A public school there, not two miles from our church. And the head coach there is a guy named Brian Brazel, played for the Houston Oilers back in the day before they changed their name. And uh, Brian is a great guy, played at TCU, and uh, was one of my best youth workers at the church. And he was the athletic director and the football coach, and still is, at Hebron High School. And Hebron's done really, really well. They battle with Allen every year and all those guys. Well, we started doing football ministry at Hebron High School, and we started seeing a bunch of football players give their lives to Jesus. It was really cool. And, I mean, that's why you do it. And basically what we would do is we'd come in once a week, and we would go in, and we would teach a Bible study with the guys. They weren't made to come because we couldn't force them to come. It's public school. We did after school, after practice, and they would come to a Bible study. We'd teach them the Word of God. We'd show them a highlight video from the week before his game. It was always awkward when they had lost, but they didn't lose much, so that was okay. All right, so, but, but, but they knew we cared about them. We'd feed them, and we'd hang out with them. So we started seeing a bunch of these Hebrew football players give their lives to Jesus, and it was really cool for our ministry. And it was really cool to see the life change and how it affected the dynamic of the team as the season went on. But I think there was probably about 21 of them that had come to faith in this year. And so we started talking about baptism with them because none of them had a church background. So we started talking about baptism, and one by one, these guys started coming up to us, these big guys, and they're like, hey, we want to be baptized. And I said, okay, well, where y'all want to get baptized? Because, see, they didn't go to our church. You know what I'm saying? They were, they were a part of all kinds of churches and no churches and all that. And, and I said, well, where do y'all want to be baptized? And they're like, uh, uh, we think uh, we would like you to baptize us. And I said, well, okay, we'll baptize you. That's not a problem. I love to do that. That's an honor for me. And they said, well, could we get baptized on the football field? Uh, I don't know. Uh, whose football field? No, our football field. Can we get baptized on our football field? True story. So I go to Coach Brazel. I'm like, Coach, uh, look, man, your guys want to get baptized. and They've asked me to baptize them. He's all excited because he loves Jesus. And I said, uh, would it be okay if we baptized them on the football field? And I just kind of stood there and waited for the, I'm going to get fired from my job speech and all that stuff, right, in public school. And he goes, yeah, all right, let's do it. Okay. So we got a big trough. A big one, because um, these guys were big. We got a big trough, true story. Put it on two sets of wheels, these little things you slide under it, could wheel out. We wheeled it out to the 50-yard line, the Hebron High School's football stand. It'll seat 7,000. And we rolled it out there to the 50-yard line, 
And with Coach Brazel right there by my side, we baptized all of those football players. And they proclaimed their allegiance to God in front of their teammates. They identified themselves with Christ on that day, and they were faithful to fulfill the command in their life. I was really worried that my friend Brian Brazel might lose his job. But guess what? Not one person said a thing. We need more coaches in the world that will stand up for their faith. Because they have such influence. And Brian Brazel is a hero of mine. Because he's not going to let the culture dictate what's most important in his life. We still do football ministry, even though I'm not the youth minister there anymore. We still do football ministry at that school. And we continue to see people come to faith through that ministry. But let's turn it around and talk about you. Have you been properly baptized? Look, you don't have to get baptized at the football field. I'm just saying. Have you been properly baptized? Since you have asked Jesus Christ into your heart to save you, to be your Lord and Savior, have you been baptized? And if you haven't, you're not bad. I would just say this. You're, you're probably just a little fearful or you probably don't understand it. But maybe after this morning you go, man, I need to do that. I want to encourage you to do it. The last thing I want to share with you about baptism, and then Steve's going to come up and join me, is this. Um, I think it's very important that you have your parents' uh, permission to be baptized. And I would be remiss if I didn't say this. Um, there's something um, about honoring the Word of God that says that we are to honor our mother and father. And, and as minors in the room, um, you are under the, the rules of your home and your mom and dad, whether they're believers or not. And I would tell you it would be important for you, um, and I wouldn't baptize you, and I know Steve wouldn't either, without your parents' permission. And I had a kid in my ministry that we led to Christ. He had a Catholic background. Not anything wrong with that. That was just his background. His name is Will Mason. I'll tell you the story. And Will came to me, radically got saved at one of the things we did. And he said, I want to be baptized. And I said, well, let's get your parents' permission. He was sold out. I didn't have to convince him why. He goes home, tells his parents, and his parents um, said, no, can't get baptized. He was crushed. He was 16. He comes back to me. He goes, man, my parents aren't going to let me get baptized. And here's the thing. I looked at him and I said, you know what, Will? You need to honor what your parents have asked of you. I said, you're not going to understand it now, but by you honoring them is going to speak more about what Jesus has done in your life than you disobeying them. He said, okay. He said, but when I turn 18, I'm getting baptized. I said, that's fine. Two years later, he honored his parents, kept coming to church, kept doing even though his parents didn't go to church. Kept coming to church, still on fire for God, walking with Jesus. He didn't let that deter him at all. He turns 18. He walks into my office. He says, it's time to get baptized. I went, all right. I said, um, have you talked to your parents? He goes, I'm going to talk to them tonight. I said, okay. Two years later, he reengages that conversation. He says, mom and dad, I want to get baptized. You asked me not to when I was 16. 
You've watched me live for the last two years. You know this is real. I want to do this. And they said, absolutely. His mom and dad come up to the church. Man, it was awesome. I remember it like it was yesterday. And it was his mom and dad and, and me. And he was getting ready to go off to school. And uh, Phil, my best friend. And we got up in the baptistry of the church with no one there but his mom and dad and, and Phil and me and him. And we baptized Will. Here's the result of the story. His parents, because they watched his life and because he honored his mother and father with his request, his parents end up giving their lives to Jesus as a result. And the only reason I share that with y'all is for this reason. You don't have to fully understand everything going on if if your parents don't support you at first or anything, but I am going to tell you this. You've got to honor them because God may be working in their lives to do something amazing as well. So I just want to say that. Let's pray together. I think we're done. Lord, thanks for this morning. Thanks for these students. And Lord, I just pray for them that, hey, many of them have been baptized. And I'm so excited for that. But some of them in here have not. And I pray that they would nail that down and take that step if they feel led by you to do that. Lord, and I thank you for a church like Shades that is faithful to baptize those who know you as their Lord and Savior and want to follow through in that obedience step. And uh, dear Lord, just thanks for your truth of your Bible, reminding us that it is proper to fulfill all right living that we are baptized and you are pleased when we are. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen.